Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. All right, we are back in full effect for another Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast. And this time around, we got two special guests in the Detroit is Different podcast network. We got LaDonna and Markeisha from My Natural Hair. You should listen and subscribe to My Natural Hair if you want to learn about natural ways, natural lifestyles, and how to just bring up the quality of life as we've done as a strong African people, because that's everything that LaDonna and Markeisha are about. LaDonna, Markeisha, how y'all feeling? We're doing We're great. Doing good. What up, though? What up, though? All right. Well, now we are completely changing the shift in the conversation that y'all are used to as we bringing y'all into the Claire Huxtable world. And the Claire Huxtable world can get a little bit... Uh, grimy? Uh, I don't know about grimy, but definitely a little bit hot, a little bit spicy. We talk about <laughs> sex, relationships, dating, men and women. You know, and I know as we always go into like bigger overarching as the macro of how do we raise the consciousness of our people? Because that's always, I think, the focus of LaDonna and Markeisha. But sometimes we got to get into the segments of like what the gory gories are yes. before yeah. we get into that. It takes hard work, Kari. It does. Yeah. More than hard work. We got to know sometimes. You got to yes. be specifics. Yes. Right. And today is definitely a specific of relationships as today's episode is about time and availability. We were going through what should we talk about? And this one seemed to hit the nail on the head. Maceo, my homie. What up, Joe? Maceo, talk a little bit about time and availability. <laughs> time and availability in a relationship. Shoot your shot. I know. <laughs> Time and availability can be defined in, in, in a lot of different ways. I think it's primarily based on our expectations. Um, and, and speaking on that, I think that people need to be upfront and honest about their expectation in terms of how often they will be available, the needs, the wants, the trade-off, the exchanges, all of that. All right. Now, with that, um, just the, the beginning stages generally heighten the opportunity to, like, present the facade. As Chris Rock always said, like, we present our representative self. That representative <clears throat> self may find himself having more availability, more time, you know, getting to know. It's, it's always good. You, you may send that good morning text message, the good night text message, the how are you doing? Let's meet up. Let's do this together as in the beginning. Sometimes shit is all good. You got more time and more availability. Is that a common characteristic you think, Maceo? And if so, why? Well, you know what? It, uh, to me, it, it depends on, I guess, the drive or, or the reason behind the person doing it. I mean, are they doing it because it's something that they genuinely do and they genuinely care about this person? So, you know, I'm sending this text because they, you know popped into my head or I want to, you know, I really want to wish them a good day and, and they were really, you know, on my mind. So I want to let them know I'm thinking about them and so forth and so on. Or is that just, you know, the games you play in the beginning to try to, you know, <clears throat> reel somebody in. Uh, some people even do it with the intent to um, manipulate. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and manipulate the, the early stages of the relationship. And even to manipulate a person's time to find out where they're at, what they're doing, how quickly they respond, mm -hmm. and what type of respond. I mean, it can get real sticky. So, so let's get into that. Good morning text messages. Have you ever sent one? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this. The diff well, I, I'm just going to say, when I send <clears> a good morning text, I send it to that person using their name. I don't do that blanket good morning and and you know cuz I ain't, I ain't saying that they ain't sending a mass text message to anybody else but I like it to be more personal. Is if it, you're reaching out to me and using my name, I feel like it's personally say my name, for me. Say my right, name. absolutely. So when I send a text message to somebody <clears throat> for the beginning of the day, 
it's good morning such and such or whatever kind of pet name I may have for him or something like that. But yeah, okay. that's how I do it. All right. Now, is it perpetual? Like, have you found yourself in like uh, sending good morning texts throughout the whole week? Or is it just one of those things where it hits your mind? Sometimes my good morning text turns into a good afternoon text. You know, depending on when I slow down or when I'm able to send the text. Mm-hmm. Even though this person, and I've, I've had to explain this to a lot of people. It's like, well, I'm just used to getting, you know, um, I noticed that you're not really like a morning person or you don't just text me in the morning. You know, I'm used to guys just texting me and then I don't really want to go into the motive behind it, if there is a motive. But, you know, so I'm just like, well, you know what, <clears throat> just because I don't send you a text before my feet hit the floor in the morning doesn't mean that you weren't on my mind. It's just whenever I became available to send that or time slow down or whatever, you know, the case may be, that's mm-hmm. when I send the text. Oh, how but, about I'm not him? It, it, well, that too. But I guess they say in like in a general sense, that's what guys do. But I think guys create... But I'm this guy. Hey, you sound like me telling them that. Okay, gotcha. And then it's like, <laughs> well, then, but you don't really seem like you interested in me because, you know, I thought, you know, I, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to fall back a little bit because I feel like I'm more into you than you into me. And it's all based on how often I text mm-hmm. and, you know, emojis and, and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? If, if I'm texting you all day, and, we, and I'm not saying that this isn't cool for the people who enjoy that, but if I'm texting you all day, that, has a lot, that says a lot about what I'm doing. <laughs> if I have the free time to do that. Yes. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when I want to have that deep conversation about how my day was, it's more of a, a it, it becomes of a, more of a recap as opposed to something new. So you already know. So that question almost rece- seems redundant to ask, how was your day when you've been talking to me all day? So you kind of know. Refer right. to the text messages. What the hell? I don't know. All right. Now, in that same vein, have you ever uh, courted, connected, dated a woman that starts sending you the good morning text every day? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's fine. I don't. I'm, I don't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. and I respond accordingly. Accordingly, I respond within a certain amount of time because I don't like to keep people waiting, you know. And depending on what I'm doing, the response may be shorter than other times when I'm, you know, I'm able to be more detailed. Okay. All right. Now, Ladonna Markeisha, we go through that soliloquy with Maceo from a man's perspective and point of view to you guys' perspective and point of view. Time and availability. How important is a man's time and availability to, uh, I guess, grow in companionship with both of you. Markeisha, I'm going to start with you. Um, it's not that important as I get older um, because I, I'm in a long-term relationship. And um, to be honest, when we first started dating, um, it was a long-term, a long-distance relationship. And he was texting me every day and every morning. And he stopped, but, you know, as we got busy and he started working, um, I did ask him, why you don't, you're not texting me, you know? He said, because I be busy, you know? He He's a truck driver, so he don't got time to be texting and, you know, talking to me. So, you know, it was part of the, the real man. He real man. He got me, so I'm comfortable knowing that he don't got to text me. We don't have to talk on the phone. We don't have to be FaceTime all the time. And, you know, that just, yeah. it, it gets old, like... Yeah. Real quick, like yeah. how 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 fast did that get old? And then also, do you think that as he was kind of like I guess not putting that same amount of attention and time mm-hmm. in, did that like did that trigger you to be like okay, what's going on here? Did that Definitely. trigger you to like kind of like go inside like all right, is this my own insecurities? Is this my own vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Is this a state of where we at or mm-hmm. what's going on? It was my own insecurities, and um, I had to ask questions. I asked questions like, why are you not texting me, you know? And he told me, like, because I'm working, you know? So um, it lasted, the texting back and, forth, back and forth lasted for about a year and a half. And then once That's we got minute. into, yeah, That's our relationship, then, you know, it, it kind of stopped. So I get random, like, hey, babe, or I'll do the random, hey, babe, you know? Uh huh. So, but did he? You know, me and Way have talked about this a, a few times. It's like a lot of times, before even asking the person, you know, well, how often 
do you like and how often do you want in whatever ways you decide to communicate, you know, phone calls, texts, FaceTimes or whatever, you know, just to kind of get an idea of what this person is used to or uh, uh, even if there's an expectation. But what me and Way have talked about plenty of times, it's like I think a lot of dudes just create this 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 false pattern Mm -hmm. of this is how it's going to be. And then whenever they, you know, stop doing whatever it is that they were doing. And then you question it. I think as a woman, or even if it's a guy, you got every right to question it. I mean, if it's been consistent and you've set an expectation, right. Then, then why shouldn't I? And then if you say, well, I'm busy. And then you, you say, well, okay, but you weren't busy then. Mm-hmm. Or it was just more effort then, mm-hmm. as opposed to now, or now you comfortable. Mm-hmm. You definitely, know, it's a lot of things you think about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you justified in asking, because I know I would. Right. I got tricked, you know, because that's not the type of person he is. And as I am in a relationship with him, I'm like, you know, he did exactly what a lot of men and a lot of women do to yes. get somebody. Yes, you I know? hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, with this and in that rhythm, when we talk about that time and availability, and you all have been together for a while. Mm-hmm. So what amount of time are you all both spending? And then what amount of availability do you all give each other to grow in the companionship that you all have? Um, lately with the businesses, um, with the Hair Goals 313 and Eat Your Veggies um, 313, not, not too much. You know, we see each other at night, random phone calls, um, mostly during the weekend, if I'm not, you know, working, I might have a random Tuesday off. So, yeah, but it's that's what happens when you get you 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 grow up. You know, um, I don't expect as much time because right now um, we're just trying to build for our future and retirement. Hmm. All right, now that availability and when you all offer it in pockets and spots. Um, is it like a, a just an understood uh, connection that you all have where it's like, look, hey, next week we need to come together? Uh, is it so explicit or is it more implied that you all are around and then maybe it's like, hey, come on, let's go to the movies or let's uh, let's go to the park. Let's uh, let's go over your friend's house, whatever. Like, how does that kind of work in you guys space? Well, not too much because we're so busy. He works at the break of dawn and and once he gets home I'm at work all day so we just get in where we fit in mm. okay and, and I'm sure it's 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 quality over quantity right yes at this point yes and I think that's more important mm-hmm. than, than anything but I think a, a lot of people it's about they they prefer the quantity and they equate that to the level of a person's interest or maybe how much they care or how much they're into them. But mm-hmm. you know, you can you can do a whole bunch of nothing and the person just can just be around. And you still feel like you you by you yourself. You by yourself, yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's definitely I think that's you know some people way more important though. Some people we require more time than others, you know. Um I I I don't require that much time. I could spend a whole bunch of time by myself, really. <laughs> which which brings everything over to LaDonna. LaDonna, you, when it comes to time and availability. Where, where do you rate that? Uh, and how much time and availability uh, does your companion need to have for you and for it to grow for, together? You know, it's it's kind of like authentic. Um, again, I have um, I had many different jobs, but most of my jobs is like uh, time consuming. It can be an all day situation, and the person kind of like had, that I can date because I don't really get. I can't say I date a lot anymore, but um, whenever I did date, the person had to be centered around. You know, my mother had a restaurant. I ended up dating a guy that had the car wash next door. We had some similarities, and we can talk about some things. But as far as uh, people dating me that had nine to fives or uh, have a vision of, a, of what a relationship is through westernized or, or just uh, what they see on TV or what, oh, with their girlfriends or the other people's relationship, why we would never, we wouldn't be able to make it. Um, and then on top of that, um, I'm always working. So a guy that needs women or needs the attention of a woman wouldn't really be the guy that can stay. So, 
so let's pause right there when you talk about like just the conventional look of the Western relationship. And yes. I've often told like in my situation, as you know, me and entrepreneurship, that's how we all met. Uh, and I always say like, look, it's a lot of regular dudes out here. And sometimes what you're looking for, at least in their mind, is more of a regular guy. And I'm not that guy. So can you expound about uh, what it's like when you've tried to be with regular, like, nine-to-five type guys? Um, uh, you know, just the fact that they don't get to see me or when I get off of work, I really have to have time to be in my head. And if you're a guy that people want to come to your space, I lived by myself at the time before I let my daddy moved in with me. But uh, it's... I like my space, and you just got to be able to fit in it. Um, so most of them will feel like, you know, well, I ain't seen yes. you in three days, or count the times, or they looking at their boy, and they can go to the movies throughout the day. You know, my day might have to be a Sunday or Monday, and my Sunday might be the day that I really need to get in my head, cause, and then Monday is a business day. So it was kind of hard. I had to, um, I kind of like... Um, Needed to date somebody that was in the, that was like, like how we doing it, I might have to find somebody with what I'm doing. I'm realizing now that I'm older, I have to, I can't knock my goals anymore. I did that really young where I put my life aside mm -hmm. to be a wife already. I, mm -hmm. I wasn't married, but I'm just saying I rolled like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't go places because this is my day. He'd be mad. You mm -hmm. know, like my whole life was like that. Oh, let me not go to the puffy party because he going to think I'm trying to. So I'm going to stay in, girls, this time. You know, just missing all type of opportunities. So now I just... <clears throat> I don't want that anymore, and I just, I really am kind of, like, driven, but I do talk to whoever I'm talking to and let them know, you know, how my life is, what I'm looking for. I'm looking to grow with a man. I'm looking for us to build for something. I'm really not out here trying to, like, you know, bang out. You know, I had that fun, you know, just having fun with somebody and, like, okay, having to talk about when you ready to go home or what you got to work tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that right now, so I just kind of want to... So with this, and I know a lot of people listening, and me and Maceo had this talk too, as he's been growing in his business over the past four or five years mm -hmm. uh, and strengthening it. And I've been growing mine for about 12, 13. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's always one of those things, as he said, man, you're going to grow to the mic like di big time. Mm -hmm. And one of the big time things I always say, because people say, you make time for what you want to make time for. Right. It's such Definitely. a weird statement. Because it negates the fact that like, okay, I've been making time for my business now for about 13 years. So yeah. certain things I've, pl I've put Already in planted, place yeah. that are planted, not saying that things can't be adjusted or right. certain things can't sort of be moved around, but certain things are like static. The same way that when you ask that person that has that nine to five, like, all right, just take off tomorrow. And they look at you like, you crazy as hell. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's how I look when you say it's Saturday. Why can't you? And it's like, okay, Saturday may be my biggest work day, depending upon what's going on with my workflow. So I can't, you know, it, it's it's different. Yeah, that's but another thing. That's um, they have to really know what you're what you're doing, like. They look at you, they look at our job and you're an entrepreneur thinking that your time is, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, like it's set. frivolous yeah, because yeah. You know, it's a lot of what I, I don't want to say they're fake entrepreneurs, but it's a lot of people that side hustle. Yes, mm -hmm. side, and yeah. a side hustle is just that. It's a side hustle. It's right. not like they're investing in it to be like, yo, this is going to be my lucrative income stream. Meaning that if I don't make money doing this, then I will be side hustling on the side of a homeless shelter. I will be right. side hustling outside of, of a soup kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I need this. Mm -hmm. So it's a different grind. Now, I'm a man in this position. I can only imagine as a woman in this position, how do most men take that? Because they're so just used to seeing a lot of women, like I've seen it time and time again, like have almost like their husband funded businesses where it's like, I open when I feel like opening, mm -hmm. you know, like, but you all are real nitty gritty in it. It's, it's sink or swim. It can be intimidating. I guess I might have um, intimidated some people or, you know, they just feel like it's a, it's not good for their ego maybe and it just it kind of falls off. Um, 
you know, I just I, I just kind of tell the truth about what's going on with what I'm looking for in a guy. And I try, I'm open to um, meeting people and I'm open to dating, but it has to fit into that time. And I think somebody that really wants to, I'm at, a, I'm at the same spot all the time for a long time. So you can come check on me. You can come make sure I'm all right. It's ways to date or be able to look at my life as an entrepreneur and see how you can fit into that. And I'm not meeting anybody that could really do that. Like it's, it's, I'm not meeting anybody that that um that's uh accommodating like that, you know. They don't know how to hmm. I mean, yeah, uh <laughs> as you tapered off, I was just thinking like, you know, a lot of times people think that because you're an entrepreneur that you're at a at a at a point in your business that your money is making money for you. Right. Just like all you gotta do, I'll sit back at home. We yeah, we can go out because my money making money for me, and and I don't think anybody at this table is at that point where your money is just making that much money for you. Yeah, that's just the goal. That's, right. the, goal. that's yeah. the goal. That's and so goal. if you aren't at that point, do they understand the grind that it takes to get there? And then too, if a person calls themselves into you or see the potential in a relationship and the way that you invest your time into your business, they should see the same value in you that you see in your business. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't they want to invest in you or helping you in your business? It may not have to be monetary. I mean, a lot of jealous men. I think it's some men out here that have Scared of your ambition? Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't don't even know about that. I just think that I think that they, you know, I know that men need to feel needed. And I haven't really had somebody that's been in a position that I have to always do for myself. I'm always doing for me. So mm-hmm. I, I I finally met somebody that did some things like that. He'll come through and help out or, you know, with little he whatever he can do, you know, try to, you know, talk to me or do some things. But then he's trying to build a business and he has a whole nother thing, which I, if I was him and I told him the truth, I don't understand why he would pursue me. Like anybody, right. if I'm telling you something, so your intentions had to be personal or what you wanted out of it and selfish because uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm an open book. I'm telling you and you can see my life like my Facebook. I'm like an open book and I meet people and they're representative. So you see me and it's me. You come over my house, you're going to meet my mama, my sister, my daddy. My life is real. Right. So... When I have my own apartment, I can date and you can come over afterwards and we can kick it. But now that my father lives with me, I'm not, we're not having sex in my house with my daddy. You're going to have to find a way for us to go or we're going to have to get a place. And I'm not meeting anybody that, I mean, I need a break. Like, do you see I work for myself and, my, and I'm, I'm caretaking with my dad right. and, you know, and um, my space is... Is, is not really mine. So I'm not meeting anybody that'd be like, well, let's, you want to come over my house all the time. Like everybody wants to be at my house and I can't really go to yours or something. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm dealing with kind of like that's, you have to have a space so, for me to be. And I don't have a space, you don't have a space or, you know, it's always on now, me. Now let me ask this question. And Maceo sometimes asks this to me. Um, uh, and Markeisha, I would like you to add in on this too. Okay. Um, when it comes to opening up that time and availability and being supportive of you as an entrepreneur, as a woman, just as a human being, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do how many how how do you, do you feel like some of this stuff a person should naturally seek to know, seek to find out? How much of this information are you giving voluntarily? Um, like, what, what how, a, how do you, how are, are you having these talks? Or like, is it one of those things where it's like, okay, I, I, I should be with the type of person, and I struggle with this, so I'm really openly asking this question. Like, how much should a person's discernment and how they make decisions just naturally lead them and you making the right choice on the person that gives that consideration to you, be that person. Like, how much are you supposed to be like, well, all right, like let I, me guide them, and how much is it they should be kind of guided into that direction anyway? I just think that, you know, just being observant. Like I had um, the, the last guy that I dated, he did come to the salon, and he noticed that I was using a certain thing to stand up to do something, so he went to buy me a... Like, he, he see something and just naturally try to help. Your car was breaking down, and he knew how to fix it for you. Not trying to buy me a car or cashing out on my business. I'm not I mean, I'm not expecting nobody to do that, but I just need... We need to lighten each other load, like, a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm very open about 
Yeah, I guess it is hard. I, I'm really, I'm not, never been a girl that asked a guy for money. You know what I'm saying? I never been a girl that told somebody what I needed like that. Um, now, it could not just only be money. It could be time. It could be consideration. It could be whatever. Markeisha, can you speak on like opening up? Like, how much is it guiding? And how much is it like you trying to guide the blind? It, I'm not going to keep on. Um, telling you that you know i gotta work this and that but i will just block out like a day and like okay we're gonna chill today or whatever but i'm not the type that's gonna be like you know i have to work you know i have to work you know i'm not gonna keep on because i have to work yeah like a little kid i got kids so i shouldn't have to keep on telling you about my everyday thing that i have to do but i do share my um book with my significant other and be like, you know, this day I got these many clients and this, and then I'll be home. You know, I do do that. So, yeah. And I make sure he got food in the refrigerator. Now, in this, in this like, building towards that form of communication, and just even understanding you and your own, like, emotional needs, it could be more practical, like, financial needs. It could mm -hmm. be a lot of different things in a relationship. How have you opened up to let him know, like, all right, this is... You know, this is the role I want you to play. Or has it been one of those things where he's naturally just known what to do? No, I have to, um, you know, let him know, like, what kind of stuff needs to be done around the house. And um, Whitney's, he's pretty good about paying the bills. And, you know, we'd be like, DTE, you know, put that in the account or whatever. But for the most part, we kind of just bounce off of each other, like, he does stuff, I do stuff, you know, but I'm not just going to, like I said, repeat myself like, got to work, you know. So, Maceo, just on your take, what what do you think the information should be shared when it comes to the, the, the I guess, desires from companionship one to another? How much should that be explicitly told and how much should just be picked up because this is the connection you're building towards? Man, conversations need to be had mm -hmm. you know off rip everybody is so much into the fluff you know and 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 the whole i don't i don't even know like what you want to call that you know the initial stage where everything is fantasy mm -hmm. you know and 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 there are no real discussions about this is my life you see on the surface what my life is like but i need to tell you and is this something that you feel that you can deal with is it something that you feel that you can deal with short term or long term is this something that you are familiar with comfortable with this is my life and then they tell you about their life and then you you know you kind of have that discussion to find out if it'll work for both of you because both of you have expectations and i think a lot of times people don't share those expectations they're afraid afraid that the other person won't like them or they're afraid that well if i tell them this then maybe it won't work out and they look like a good catch or they seem like this kind of person so you know i don't want to scare them off because you know then and discuss your deal breakers you know there's emotional support monetary support if you into that you know and um it's sometimes it's just about having somebody that you can rely on uh, and depend on in, in whatever capacity that is. You know, sometimes you need, some people may need a helpmate. Some people just may need someone to talk to. Some people may need the person or relationship to be a place of refuge, a, a getaway. And if that's what you want, then just let them know. And then maybe people can make their own decision and get in where yeah, they fit in. Yeah, and I right. think that's very important, that kind of com that conversation. And mm -hmm. we have to talk about our needs. But the thing is, people, we got to start knowing who we are and liking ourselves. I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of us are broken going into relationships. And I can't be your mom. And he, I can't expect you to be my dad. And I can't expect you to be uh, the emotion or love me more than I love myself. Mm -hmm. So where I'm at right now, yeah, I love who I am. I just want somebody to share it with and it just I wanted to fall yes. into that. So when we having these discussions, you know, so with me, just where I'm at head headwise, having a conversation with somebody or seeing where you at, I sh I can kind of see yeah. I'm I'm yeah. an imp I can I can really yeah. I really do have that eye to see that this is not 
I'm not gonna. This is not gonna work right. for me. It ain't right. gonna work for me, right? Because you're. Yeah. This is, and this is not knocking nine to five people or anybody that's doing anything. You know, everybody. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everybody has their roles in life. Uh, with me, on the other hand, I, it's the, it's just the way I look at things. And when you talk to somebody and they're always talking about their hours and that they don't have time to even take care of themselves, like where do I fit in here? And then right. and I don't I don't really want to buy nobody that's like. And then the people who are who are or are not willing to sacrifice. There's gonna if if you feel like I'm worth the investment, then understand there's gonna be a sacrifice involved yeah. in this relationship mm-hmm. and, and whatever else. And I think a lot of times, like you said, they're they're fearful to have that that genuine conversation about you know what I want and what you expect, and then you know you exchange that. And it's like until I really got deeper into my um, entrepreneurship, I I understood it. But now that I'm, like I said, deeper into it, I really understand what it's going to take and what it's taking, you Mm -hmm. know, because I'm in it. So I understand what it takes, but I understand what it's going to take. And so um, I've always been considerate just by nature. I've always been considerate of other people's wants, needs, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But now that I'm in it, in, in, I guess relationships or potentially starting relationships as an entrepreneur, it puts a whole different. Per- Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry, it puts a whole different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so when I have those conversations, you know, I let them know that I understand, and you know, and this is what I want. So, um, and I always, like you said, like well, both of you said that you know, you you let people know. Well, this is what I do, and this is how often I do it, and this is when I'm available. And if they are a nine to fiver. And like I said, they are consider you worth the investment. Then I think they should understand again that there will be a sacrifice. You have to modify some things and get in where you fit in. And sometimes you would be surprised at how much you can help this person. You don't necessarily, like you said, you don't have to help me in my business, but just be the emotional support. Or just another, you know, type of support in my life, it'll make things go so much more, you know, so much better. And right. I, I don't think people really, <clears throat> it's not like I'm going in circles, but it, it just, I don't think they really understand that. No. I'll tell you what I need if you don't already know or if you can't figure it out on your own, like Wade was saying. I'll tell you what I need. And then you can tell me or you can show me if you that person or if you can be that person. And if not, then like you said, we done. Now, now as we get into that, and these are questions for, uh, I'm going to go back to LaDonna first and Markeisha. Um, Time and availability, because so much of it is what we always say. It's like quality is definitely cherished way more than quantity. But a lot of times, just due to people's perspective, they, they equate both together. You know, like quantity equals quality because you know like we doing something exactly just because we together doing something and now as you talk about what you're looking for your desires and and that emotional need and we it's funny and that you touched right on that maceo because as men like even exploring like emotionally where we stand and all of that we went through with the last episode on uh loneliness and settling like our emotional Recognizing our emotional like beings or existence or like who vulnerabilities and stuff. Like yeah, being vulnerable. Uh, As women, like, have you all noticed that? Because we're so conditioned not to even honor that. Like, how do you, you know, like, how how what type of time and availability does it take on a woman to even deal with the probably suppressed emotions of the black man in America? Um. The time availability I have for it, or just period of like from what you've seen, like what what is that like? It's a lot. I mean, um, it depends on who you, you know. Because they seem like it, I, I get what you're saying, way. It's like, dang, you already are both of you already doing what you got to do, and you already busy over here, and then you have to deal with like the emotional uh, the emotional needs of somebody that's suppressed. Well, like, see, that's so that's where my masculine part is. You know, like I can't really. Um, I just. I need a warrior man. Like, I just need you to be a warrior mindset no matter where you at. And that's not something that you uh, are really meeting because it's a lot of parents in my area is taking care of these sons. And they and they not they haven't had chances to take risk. 
um, as much as I took risk, like, or just meaning like uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. I had to move out of my mom's house. I did move to New York and still stay in a basement apartment when I had to move. You know, I moved with my cousin and she lived and worked at Wall Street. And so that was nice. But then I had to go to the Bronx and then, you know, try to grind. But that it was scary. Um, it was one time I called and my daddy couldn't give it to me. And I, you know, my, my pride made me say, I'm not going to do that no more. Now you have mothers that are buying kids cars and they look in a certain way, but they still, you know. Now from that same perspective, Markeisha, in that relationship, and you've seen it grow over time. And you're a mom too. Mm -hmm. Like the emotional needs of a man, a black man especially, because it's, it's generally just suppressed. Because when you say with the warrior mindset, like from our last episode, I've come to the conclusion that most things in life, I'm thinking through whatever hits me. I'm not even thinking to myself, how do I feel about this? I'm always <clears> like, <throat> what do I think about this first? Generally, if I ever even get to the emotion, right. because it's like my thought will come to the solution that I have. And it is what it is. And I'm going to execute based on that thought. Markeisha. I assume in this relationship space, a man becomes more vulnerable, and that's what he starts relying on for the mm -hmm. woman, because he exposes the emotions a whole lot more that he generally goes to the world through thought. Like, what is that? What type of time and availability does that take to just be present for that man's emotions? Expose it. Lately, um, not that much because. You know, I got to do what's best for me. You know, um, if I can't, if I'm not happy, the relationship's not going to be happy. You know, I just have to really um, secure his mind. Like, um, we good. I'm not doing anything. You want to come along, you know. So, because he's welcome to come anywhere that I, I am, you know. Um, but I'm not going to put myself second and put his emotions first just to make him happy, mm -hmm. you know, because I did that a lot of times and it, it ended me to a, a dead end relationship that never worked out because I'm always thinking about, well, he's going to be mad. I can't do this. You know, he's going to be upset and it didn't get me nowhere. It didn't get no money in the bank. It didn't get no happiness in my heart. So I'm going to do what I feel is best for us as a relationship and financially. Now, now, Maceo, on that point that she just went on, I'm going to go on this because men, generally, if it is one emotion they can't express, it's anger. Why is anger such a uh, <laughs> such one of the easiest emotions generally interpreted it? Oh, oh shit, no, I'm, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From a relationship well, if, when, when women speak on it. <laughs> I mean, anger is easy because it's, it's primal. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, if you communicate or know how to communicate, you know, you can avoid a lot of anger or anger issues or angry outbursts and, and things like that. So, I mean, if you're a person that doesn't know how to communicate or express yourself or express your feelings, then, yeah, the first thing you want to do is react emotionally, you know, as a man. And then you got that whole internal struggle if you're that kind of man where you feel like you're less of a man because you're acting like a woman or you acting on this emotion. Because most men, you know... They associate expressing themselves emotionally as weak and, you know, woman-like. So he may even have that whole, you know, internal struggle going on by something, you know, what his daddy told him, you shouldn't cry or you a big boy and you shouldn't do this and all other stuff. So he like, you know, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be straight. I'm going to be straight instead of just dealing with why he feels like that and then communicating to the person that made them feel like that and just see, you know, if it was intentional or not or whatever the case may be, you know, figure it out. But it's always easier to act or to become angry and act out than it is to communicate. But, mm -hmm. um... You know, a lot of times, too, when you're in relationships and it just feels like because of technology, technology has really advanced in the last, we'll say 20 years, 10 years. But if you look at all the cell phones that have come out since 2000, yeah, the year 2000 to now right. and, and, the, cap and the, the functionality and their capabilities and stuff like that and how the Internet has grown and you got all these different apps before, you know, you had you know, 
computers, but the internet wasn't big. And then it was internet, and then it was websites, and then it was chats, and then stuff like that. Now you have cell phones, you have video chats, you got text, you got all these different means of access to another person. And so because these things have become such normalcy in part of our, in, you know, incorporated into our life, if I don't have access to you, and I can't get to you, it's something wrong. People actually have like weird emotional withdrawals and 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 all it's, it's almost like a drug. They act almost like they are an addict. And I'm just like, okay, this is my thing. You got email, you got text, you got um FaceTime, FaceTime and you got the phone. Those are four different means. I've seen people you know, uh, call a person, didn't get them. They left a voicemail. I forgot about that. So you call them, you don't get them, you leave a voicemail. Then that follows up with a text saying, I just called you and left you a voicemail. And then, you know, you got people who, uh, this one, one of my clients, she was saying, well, you know, I broke up with the dude and I blocked his number. Do you know this nigga start emailing me? I didn't even know this nigga knew how to email or even had an email account, but he started emailing me. Because I blocked him on, you know, I blocked his number. He couldn't text me. And then she said she blocked him on social media or restricted, you know, who she could, you know, interact with and all this kind of stuff. But, I mean, if you eliminate one means of, 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 of communication, people find other ways. But uh -huh. it's just so many ways to communicate with mm -hmm. a person. People, if they don't get that immediate gratification in mm -hmm. some instances or they don't have that immediate access or you don't respond quick enough it creates a problem right and i'm just like i really don't understand that and it doesn't mean that i like you any less it's like i joke about this with way all the time you know i, I you know men in, in our birthdays we're a little bit different than how women celebrate their birthdays i mean that's cool but i feel like the day before my birthday I wasn't this special. All of a sudden, now it's my birthday, and everybody's like, oh, my God, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next day, I don't hear from half of y'all. And the day before, I didn't. But all of a sudden, this day, I'm special. Mm -hmm. So that's how I feel like, you know, people are treated in relationships. It's like, you only treat me special because of this particular holiday or because of this particular reason just be consistent in how you you know communicate with me and the way you treat me i just oh, man well that's exactly where i'm at with it so i'm really not a t person that really celebrate holidays i don't even really trip on my birthday i haven't done that and people be right. like you don't do nothing on your birthday you haven't did nothing big you know you're gonna do something big well you know I do something big for me. I know what age I am, but I'm not really, I'm just not that girl. Right. So at the end of the day, I just need you to be in my life where, and show up where I'm at. Like I really, you know, so I can see no longer am I calling. I'm, I can't be the girl that calls and check you. And I can't be a girl that's going to be like, why you ain't calling me and checking you in the text. I'm going to move on. It takes too much energy. It to takes a lot of energy. I'm just going to move on, and I'm not, and I have people that's pushing people. Like, I'm just, and if a person have a problem or we have a conversation about it, then I can discuss why we just don't fit. You know, it's yeah. like, you you know, I can't, I don't, it's nothing that you can do for me, really. It's nothing I can really do for you. We're just not fitting. It don't have to be a negative thing. I can still speak. Every ex that I have, I'm cool with every single one because of my communication. You cheated. I'm just not the girl. I don't trust you right now. It hurt. You know what I mean? It's really hurtful, so I got to go through that. I can't jump on another guy because I got to go through this. So, um, and I just don't want to be the person that you, when I text you that one minute you didn't call me, I'm, you know, so I'm not the rah-rah chick. And so they're like, well, come on, give me another, like, I just, I can't. I mean, I don't even want you to touch me now. Like, it's just where you are, and I have to get over that. Now, at the end of the day, see you later. You, you know, I spoke to, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm cool with every single one. Some try to get back with you. It's just, I just think the more you know yourself, you can guide it. Mm -hmm. But time, everybody in relationships, if somebody want to be with you, they're going to be with you. If they want to work with you, they're going to work with you. Because anything I want, best believe I make time for it. Even if, I mean, I'm, I want my food. I'm late for this event because I'm trying to get this food. I have to have it, and I made time for it. So did. You can make time for anything. So when somebody shows me that you don't have time for me, and you can't fit in, it's okay. We just don't mesh. And maybe you should thank God or the universe or your ancestors for that because the things that I push for, 
girl, guys, it's just I'd rather let go and let God, that cliche thing. You right. know what I mean? I'd rather let go and let it feel. Then when you look back and be yeah. like, oh, I was pushing for that. But time, I'm telling y'all, that what the, the topic is today, it is very important. It's like you got to spend time with your kids. Mm -hmm. You got to spend time with your parents. Time is, we can't waste time. It's a commodity. It's a, you, commodity. It's a major commodity. I mean, we wasting time on family members that ain't, we doing things on the, I've been with him for this many years. I, 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 gave, I told him all my secrets. Okay, it, it's, it's you're gonna stick to there. On. You're gonna stick there. So it's a lot of us unhappy, stuck in relationships and situations. But sit, hey, it's clear as somebody want time with you or not. And I can call guys like we got excuses. I, I got excuses. Why you ain't call me? Oh God, my mama was here, daddy was here, which was the truth. When I want to talk to my date, and it's a lot of things going on in my house. I'm not doing it right now because I'm dealing with the family. Now, for your insecurities, I got to cut the conversation, and I'm dealing with this. Now, if I'm telling the truth about myself and you don't believe in it, then this security is on your half. And a lot of times, I break myself down to stop your insecurities, and then I'm hurting myself trying to help you over your stuff, and then you're not even growing from it. Right. So it's like <laughs> double-edged sword. All right. Now, as we talk about the double-edged sword, just, I guess— being in the whole thought process and me growing in this whole thing, um, almost you talked about your acts being whether they're conditional or unconditional, and moving unconditionally is very it, it's exercising a whole lot of resolve and patience and understanding because it's to move over and beyond without that response. A lot of the a lot of the relationship, especially in getting to know each other, and depending upon two people, getting to know, you could almost be getting to know somebody for, you know, I don't years. Know, five, yeah, yeah, five, six, ten, twenty years. It never stops. That's the thing. You are forever growing, and that's why some of my friends that get married and they say we did our anniversary, they talk, and she said, she shared with me, she was like, you still down? You still want to do this? You know, they have that conversation because yeah. I don't want to be stuck here. But then some of some of us are religious and we're competing with family members. And mm -hmm. I don't I want our marriage to last longer than they marriage. And so that's all God good. Said. So at the end of the day, you're right. We got to push toward unconditional love. And y'all, unconditional love is so hard right. for anything that's worth it. But to move yeah. in that, it's like you're you're present in the act of like, OK, I'm sending this good morning text just because. I'm sending it, whether they respond or whether they don't respond. I'm, I'm there. I'm, you got it. I'm gonna be present to help her or help him or whatever. With like, if if I'm him, that like, okay, she need. I see she needs another mirror in the salon. I'm about to drop this mirror off. I'm gonna set it up and then I'm leaving. I'm not mm -hmm. setting it up and being like, damn, I did all of this and you ain't exactly. even gonna hug right. and kiss me. You ain't gonna take time out and say, you know, it's like I'm, I'm moving beyond that thought. Because process. are you doing it for conditions so she can like me? Because I'm the. Oh, I text the guy, but he's in construction. Yeah. I, he don't answer text. He'll just call you when he's free. Yeah. But I just say, good morning, you know, King, or whatever. I hope your day go well. Just thinking about you. And that's how I generally, generally felt. Mm -hmm. Then I put that out there, and I'm going into my zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I might get a FaceTime call in the middle of the day or something, and we do a really quick thing. And I might not get to see him for two or three weeks because something happened in his family, and it's mm -hmm. okay, but we still communicate. When that started to lose, then... No, you no, know. basically. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Oh, you was, you was oh, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Continue, continue, LaDonna. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Just can't take things personal. You can't take anything personal. People's lives change like you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, it changes. Sometimes I feel like people who are in, in, in the same environment or in the same shoes, so to speak, as you, they can understand you making time for them. And then there are some people who don't, but they... You know, empathize and they understand. Mm -hmm. You know what it is to be in your position, so they appreciate you making time for them. And those—that's what it's really all about. Mm -hmm. Appreciation. You know, being appreciated and appreciating. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. a lot of times, that's you know, it's it getting it's not discussed or it's misconstrued and all the other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's just weird. But yeah, you know, acknowledgement and showing appreciation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Doing things unconditional without expecting something, you know, in return is, is, 
it's a it's so big. It goes a long way. Yeah, and those are the biggest blessings because you just people if they remember how you make them feel. And if you really are sensitive yes. about remembering how somebody make you feel, and you know how you felt when you was hurt for somebody, that was a lot for me to get over. So I don't want to ever drag somebody any. I, I'm really yep. I'm mindful for you. And so the more I love on me and and look at my mistakes, I, I, it makes me. It makes it, I won't do anything that purposely hurts you. I'd rather mm -hmm. not even do it. You know, especially that's why we got to talk and have a conversation. I want to be married and have kids. Well, if I meet a man like that, I got to put it on the floor. I'm not having kids. I mean, I'm not. I'm too old for that. And I think you should just keep looking because that's what you want. You want to build a family. I, I'm trying to build a community. I got to kind of be with somebody like that, you know, because I'm knocking down 50. So it's like. There's no child coming through here. Adoption, maybe, if you want to talk about that. If we ever get into something where I can build with somebody and we can raise some kids, I, I'm not against that. But it's about having those conversations. And it's mm -hmm. still important for you to know who you are. And then we're still learning who we are as we go. So do we really, you know, a relationship, we need to, when you got it, enjoy it, learn from it. Mm -hmm. And if it, if it dissipates, move on yeah. you know and it's kind of hard to do that because you just for some people but the more you know I, I just I, I don't want to hold nobody back and I don't want to be held back and I think we can do our best when we're working with someone and we both know our goals it, it, it could be a great age. way right. and yeah, not jumping definitely. into stuff because we especially in our culture we jump into relationships you know we meet somebody they they we think they fine. He think uh, he think of something cute. Yep. Then, bam! Now we, you know, what are we doing? Because I don't even know you. I don't even know that you're not going to continue these texts. You know, so we we just need to. I think the black community, our culture needs to start dating more. Yes. Mul right. Multiple yes. people too. Absolutely. Like, don't just. Um, yes. Yeah, There's nothing just, wrong with we that. We never do it. And that. everything, dating doesn't mean sex. Like, right. You and know? And like you said, multiple people. And just because, it, and it doesn't mean I like you any less. And it doesn't mean I'm out here wilding or anything, you know, like you said, having sex with everybody or just having sex, period. <sighs> All right. Which leads me to, as we come to a close, the flip side of time and availability. When plans are made and that person doesn't have time, so both sides, because in entrepreneurship, I'm sure you all have had to change plans that were made. So what's the response you expect from him? And then what's the response when he's made plans and they need to change? What's the response from you? So we can kind of go around with that. And uh, yeah, let's Markeisha, we're going to start it, with you. We're going to make it happen. So my, my thing is I have my little schedule book. I'll go down, I'll block something out. You know, he'll block something out. This is our day. You know, if something happens, then we just have to, you know, reconnect on another day. It's all about planning. You should always have mm -hmm. a planner, plan your life, plan your appointments, know when you're going to get your hair cut, what your hair did. All right, and now, all that. now, that was real, uh, that was real <laughs> resolve and with real. Uh, I guess but see, uh, I would say like minds the understand that roses, other people be like why would you plan anything ain't that not spontaneous I'm, the I'm first, not saying it like a woman but right. I'm just saying you know wait 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 I'm gonna say like did it was it always there or did it take time to get there like the first time that you all planned something and it didn't go through I, it could have been on whomever what what was like that response Um, we moved on we're not. Okay. I, I don't ever want to be stuck and uh, and mad and oh he he said he couldn't do this. Yeah, stuff happens and sometimes you got to look at the universe like because I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. So obviously it didn't work out for a reason. Hmm. Okay, yes. Ladonna. Um, mine was like I had a couple of situations um, where uh, I had a guy friend that he had. Um, he just he was a I guess you could call that entrepreneurship and uh, something was always happening. If it happens too much, then it's like, well, maybe this is not it. You know what I mean? Maybe we just not on the same, you know, mm -hmm. thing. And it, and it found out that it that fizzled. Um, another one, we just kept working at it because it would be something like, oh, something happened with his daughter. I don't have kids. I don't, you know, so um, 
my life is a little bit less, but then I might have a client that I got scheduled mixed up, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to accommodate. I'm normally off but this But you day. just brought in a lot, uh, like, you just brought in to me the, the, the crux of some of these conversations. When one person then starts, like, outweighing, because that can sometimes, I've seen that happen for me at least, where, like, Okay, one person, you have your business and then that person has a child, but it can kind of go tit for tat or whatever. You can have a domino game. You know what I'm saying? You could play bingo with your mama, but it's not about, you know, it could be like, well, you knew uh, this is my free weekend and I ain't got the kids. So you supposed to, and it's like, I, I, that, yeah, like, can, can, it just don't work you know, like that. And right. sometimes that can be as, as a guy that's dated women with children and then they'll say, but you don't have kids, so you don't understand what it's like. It's like, oh well, yeah. Um, that's where. See, the thing about me, and I, I know we're not talking about astrology, yeah. but um, as a Sagittarius, I kind of like look into me. I can see, I can see what's going on, and I can feel I'm an empath. So let me just share about my relationship. Uh, my relationship uh, dating the guy when we was there, he freshly divorced his wife, and he had the house clean. You know, what I mean, it was just no kids. Um. But he got a, a substantial amount of kids. That's then that from 27 down. I mean, 31 down to 14, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the kids, they end up, um, go, you know, going away, living in Tennessee, moved away, and then, um, you know, had a boyfriend and a life and got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Something happened on the job. She had to move back home. That's his blood. Mm -hmm. Now, that is the dead of our relationship because you that's my space that I can come through from my father. And now everything got to be. So every time we talk, it's like, hold on, my daughter called. Hold, um, oh, uh, um, I got to do this. I'm fixing my uh, this. Mm -hmm. My I got to do my the job that I have. Then he has a he's an entrepreneur as well. So he's trying to get his life together and his family line, trying to get his family houses and whatever he doing. That grind end up being more than what we are. So I just sent the, you know, he, I just think he's a nice guy. We still cool. Um, you know, if he, if I need help on my car, whenever he can get it done, he can. But at the end of the day, he can't really do anything. I have nobody, I mean, for me to claim that. And I'm leaving every day by myself, making sure I get to work back and forth. And this was a person that was, like, checking on me at the night or just mm -hmm. making sure I'm good. Like, my warrior guy, you know, and I just... It just didn't work, but I mean, and that's me, but other people would be more mad. Like, I met you, I told you, you knew what I am, like, you're going to let your daughter take over my stuff, but do I suspect you and you have a house with two, three bedrooms to have your daughter out here to make it? Like, I mean, some of these kids need that, so I see the whole picture, and I respect him for that, but I just, I can't be yeah, with you if you, you can't be. be present. Huh, yeah. It's more. Maceo? When plans change, what's what's been the you as the plan changer, and them as the plan changer? What's what's the response? Well, it's it's funny, man. Like, you know, growing up, I, you know, I grew up in a, in a two parent household, so you know, I understand how the whole you know relationships and, and co parenting and all that other stuff work, you know. But um, I've always been considerate of women with kids. I understand what that's like, and I understand that things happen, plans change. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I understand that when dating someone, I understand that, okay, if you have a child, and I understand that plans can change at the last minute, or we may have to forecast when we can date, when we can go out, you know, things like that. Um, I try not to, I respect people's time because I value my own time. So I try to plan ahead. If if I plan something, it doesn't always mean that it's something special, but it's just, uh, and it's always a conversation like, okay, well, this is convenient for me. Is it convenient for you? And then we agree or we compromise or whatever, you know, what you want to say it. But it's never just one-sided like, well, this is when I'm available. Are you available then? Or I, just because I'm available on this day and you have nothing else going on, I don't automatically assume that in your free time that that's where you want to be with me or you're just going to leave it open just because you know that I'm going to be free on this day. It's always a discussion. So it's just all about consideration. Um, also, because I'm considerate of other people's time, I try not to waste their time in a relationship. So if I plan something, it's it's 
meaningful. You know, it's not going to be on some bullshit. But if I do just want to hang out and something, I'll just invite you over. You can come and hang out and we do whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I, I mean, those days are important, too. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even about if I'm tired. Like I heard both of you, you know, explain that, you know, sometimes you, you, you're tired and you really don't want to do nothing. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of, well, just come over and just you just being in the house is cool with me. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, don't I necessarily. That. I like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily. We don't have to be watching TV together. Together, or? you could just be in the house. Just as long as I know you in the house and in passing. This even like like when Dorian come home, sometimes she'd be like, "Well, we didn't really get a chance to kick it and spend time together." I'm like, "Girl, it don't even matter because you in my house, I'm good. Just seeing your car in the driveway yes. or just knowing you in the city and you hanging out with your cousins, I'm good with that. And that's how I am in a lot of relationships. That you know, some things are planned. And, and some things are not, but some. But it's more about the quality of the time than the quantity. And those moments and those situations are just as valuable as us planning to do, you, you, you know, a, a specific activity, for real. That's what's up. I think that brings us to a close on this episode, Maceo. This was like I figured with LaDonna and Markeisha. I figured it definitely get into a deeper conversation and not as... Uh, I don't even know. Casual. Let's use that term. Oh, yeah. Some of the Claire Huxtable episodes have been. But, you know, we'll definitely be coming with some more casual conversation for those that are waiting on that. But it'll also get a little bit deeper as I definitely see LaDonna and Markeisha coming back uh, for more Claire Huxtable. Yes. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Thank Thanks you for, for having subscribing. us. Thanks for having us. Uh, make sure you check out My Natural Hair Podcast. You see the depth of thought of both these beautiful women. My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural lifestyle and growth. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sams and Markeisha St. Clair from the Hair Goals 313 Salon. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair.